Hey everybody, this is Coach Sal with my latest podcast. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about another book that I would like to recommend to everybody. I know right before the holidays, I had a series of books that I recommended uh, as must-reads, but um, I've come across this book. It's called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, PhD. And obviously, from the title, you can tell it deals with our sleep habits and why we sleep, and it goes into the hows and whys and what sleep does for us and cannot do for us if we don't get it. And he examines this very real trend that we have of people getting less sleep and less less high quality sleep as we progress as a society across all uh, demographics and, um, and, and any way you could slice it. Uh, I'm doing research for a keynote. I was doing research for a keynote speech I'm giving to a group of teachers uh, for an entire school district uh, next week uh, to kick off their day-long health fair. And the concept is to help teachers figure out how they can have a healthy lifestyle, you know, given that they have a busy schedule. So I tried to focus on not the usual exercise-based solutions which aren't efficient uh, of themselves you know by themselves and try to get to things that they could these teachers could do without adding any more time or needing to go someplace to do it and there's four very important areas i think that anybody can concentrate on that will improve your overall lifestyle your healthy lifestyle without ever stepping foot in a gym and it's breathing eating hydration and sleeping and, you know, coming to this conclusion of, um, you know, handling the the speech in this way, I came across the book, as I mentioned, and uh, I, I got into reading it, and I'm actually listening to it, so I'll use the terms reading and listening to probably, uh, you know, interchangeably. So I've been listening to the book. It's about a 16-hour book. I have about four hours to go, but it's just an eye-opener, and I, I've recommended it to all my clients. So today what I'd like to do is just touch upon some of the key findings in the book without obviously giving you too much information, but still uh, enough that should make you want to find this book and either listen to it or read it as I have. So my whole thought was that there are these, you know, pillars of things that people work on. Sleep um, is one of them. And it's funny, as I'm listening to this book, my thought process changed and I'm like, really? The sleep function is the basis of everything that we do. And actually, later in the book, uh, Dr. Walker mentions that. And, you know, as he started getting into this field and doing this research, he assumed that sleep was a pillar of a healthy lifestyle. And actually, it's not a pillar. It's the foundation upon which all these other areas rely upon. So I'm going to give you a couple of bullet points, uh, basically, that deal with lack of proper sleep. And, um, and I'm going to give you a couple of them today and I'm going to come back and revisit this and I'm going to reinforce some of the things I'm talking about today and give you a couple more bullet points. Here's the one that I thought, you know, really, it's one of the first ones he talks about and it really opened my eyes. So what they did was they took two groups of people and they had, for four nights, they had the group of people sleep for four hours and then they had another group sleep 10 night uh, for 10 nights sleep for six hours and what they did is after those stretches of time so after the four days uh, for the one group and after the 10 days or nights I should say for the other group they 
did a, a variety of studies that were de uh, designed, uh, des uh, I'm sorry, a variety of tests that were designed to get their reaction times. And what they found was both of those groups had the reaction time similar to a person who had not slept for 24 hours straight. Now I've never pulled an all-nighter, but I know people who have both from a college experience, in my college experience, but later in life, uh, people who worked uh, high stress uh, public service jobs where they had to be up for whatever reasons and they wound up staying up 24 hours straight. It really is a remarkable thing to witness if you haven't seen somebody who has gone 24 hours without sleep. It's like watching someone you know who's uh, had way too much to drink. So that, that was an eye opener because I think there's a lot of people who think they could get by on six hours of sleep a night. So after what would be the equivalent of almost two weeks of that, you know, you're walking around like somebody who has not slept for a full 24 hours. That's an amazing finding in my, in my mind. Um, what also they found is that uh, in, in this detailed research is three days of eight hours sleep does not make up for five days of six hours of sleep. So for somebody who says, well, you know, I get six hours of sleep per night and then on the weekend I get you know, eight and I, I feel like that gets me back to where I'm supposed to be. Well, you're going to get only those eight hours on two nights if that's what you're doing, because then the work week starts again. In this study, they did three nights and they found that there still was no benefit and there was no catching up to the sleep. Uh, so that's, again, another important finding. And think about that, how that might affect your daily, uh, might affect you in your daily life. One of the other areas uh, he touches upon, and this is the last one I'm going to talk about today, uh, because it's something I deal with as a coach. Uh, I have both sport coaches and strength and conditioning athletic development coaches who feel that, you know, you got to get your team up. You got to get your players up early, get them up at five o'clock, get them into the gym by 530 or six so that they could get their workout and or practice in and then get to school, get to class. And I've always disagreed with that on the basis of teams don't play at that time uh, and, and, and you certainly don't practice at that time regularly. So you're not doing yourself any favors by doing extra work at that time. Well, well, Dr. Walker and his group found that when you get that early hour workout and you're up earlier than you normally are, say if it's two hours earlier, if you're used to getting eight hours per night and you're really only getting six hours per night, those last two hours that you're cutting off, it's a quarter of your time that you've slept, you've lost, but it's, it's over, it can be over three quarters of the time of REM sleep that you're getting. REM sleep is the rapid eye movement sleep, which is very important um, and offers most of the benefits that we get from sleep. Um, and so to think about that, you know, for 25% less sleep, you're getting more than three quarters less of the healthy, the healthiest of the sleeps or the most restive of the sleeps that we're supposed to get of the sleep we're supposed to get. So um, those are the three points I want to leave you with today. I highly recommend you look into the book. Again, it's Why We Sleep. It's by, Doc, by Matthew Walker, PhD. You could listen to it, which I do. It's a great book to listen to. Uh, good narration. And obviously the uh, subject matter is compelling. So that's all I got for you today. I'll be back next week with some more from the book. Hopefully some of you guys will pick it up and start reading it. And like I say, I appreciate all the listens I've gotten and all the positive feedback. Thanks again and have a great day.